Hey, what's up? Let's get into the fifth episode of the song review series where we listen to random songs submitted on the Browning's Facebook page. And so far, we have had over 1,000 submissions for this podcast, which is crazy and also awesome. It just shows how many musicians are actually out there. And uh, so I'm just picking through the ones that catch my eye, whether it's artwork or what they say or the name, whatever it is. That's how I'm picking what I'm going to be listening to today. And the goal of this series in general is to just better ourselves as musicians. So whether I'm directly um, critiquing your band or listening to your band or not, even if it's a random band that you don't know, all our goal is here is to try to better ourselves as musicians and as songwriters, even from my perspective. I like listening to a bunch of different music because you can pull so much inspiration from all over the place. And listening to a lot of smaller bands, they also do some really unique things. And so stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think about. And so we can all listen to this and we can all think openly and critically about songwriting and metal. And we can all just try to better ourselves. And so whether I'm listening to your band or not, um, you can still gain a lot from listening to this. And so can I even just talking about it because just racking my brain about what's that I like in songs and what I don't like in songs is something that helps my own music as well. And so uh, let's get into the fifth episode of the song review series. But first, I would like to say I do not have sponsors, but how you can support me is by heading over to burnthisworld.com slash shop. You can privately pay me to do song reviews with you. We get on a phone call, we talk about your music or your album, and we work on it together to try to find what can make your music stand out and can make your music as good as possible. And so burnthisworld.com slash shop. You can hire me to privately review songs or guest vocals or a bunch of other stuff. And so this is the last week I'm going to have it at the price that it currently is. There's been a big influx of people paying me to privately review their music with them. And so I am going to raise the price. And so if you really would like to do it, lock in. I'm going to up the price in a week from the time I upload this uh, podcast. And uh, yeah, but let's get together and uh, make your music better. And then also on right now, let's listen to some really awesome bands and think critically about music and just try to better ourselves in general as songwriters and musicians. So uh, this is Johnny McBee and you're listening to the Burn This World podcast. All right, the first band that we have is a band called Paradise Refined, and the song is called Paradise.
That is Paradise Refined with the song called Paradise. And that song was really good. And one thing I'm going to be trying to do on this episode consciously is not just look for something negative to say about something, even though I'm supposed to be critiquing it. If there's nothing negative to say, then I'm going to, you know, say that, that there's nothing negative to say. Um, but I I do have a couple gripes with this song and uh, the the but I will talk about the positives first. So I really liked the intro. I really loved the ambience. Uh, nice little intro and the clean singing was perfect. The the female singing. I personally love female singing more than male singing, and it was a really good voice, catchy melodies, and the ambience and everything that was happening was just perfect. And then I also really liked um, the breakdowns and everything that it went into right off the bat. And there's some really nice uh, melodic kind of metalcore riffs that they went into and uh some nice breakdowns and the screams also very very solid um the guitar work and the drum work was all really tight and uh, i liked the production it was nice and clean um and i guess to say my the biggest thing that i wish this song did i really wish that it went back to that intro feel at some point or brought back in the female singing i don't know if that was a um, I don't know if that was a guest spot, like a feature, and so um, they're not actually in the band, so they don't do that all the time, but maybe it would have been better off in the middle of the song, or at least just bring it back. If you have the feature on the song, you might as well bring it back at some point, or you know, throw her voice over a big kind of breakdown chorus, even in the same exact like recording. You can just copy-paste it over, just so it gets referenced again later in the song. That would have been really nice, because that was my favorite part of the song um, but I did like the ending a lot and so this is one thing that the ending did tie back to the same kind of ambience that you had in the beginning with the ambient guitar and uh, I guess that throughout the song a lot of the stuff kind of just got lost in my brain I remember the beginning and I remember the end where the middle section, there could have been some sort of big climax part. There was a buildup into a part, but it went into like a faster two-step instead of like a big climactic thing. But I do wish that there was some more modern uh, production aspects, like extra production stuff throughout the song, rather than just being like, good, you know, a standard metalcore setup. But I did like um, the melodics and the ambient stuff while it was there. I wish it was more throughout. But overall, good song, good band. Um, and that is Paradise Refined. And yeah, let's get into the next one. Hey, we have a band called Miles From Home, and the song is called The Mighty Will Fall. <laughs> Yes, you think it's like it's a 
miles from home the song the mighty will fall and i will say i think this song was really really well written um i have literally no complaints at all about the song structure and the song itself at all song was super well written i i loved how they introed with this guitar and this uh you know synth choir thing that happened then they go into something that is completely fresh it has that lacking and then in the first like 20 seconds they bring it back in they reference it immediately and then they have that reference throughout the song in so many ways like a really similar uh, guitar tremolo thing that gets used throughout the whole song and they have the choirs that get used throughout the whole song. So overall, right from the beginning, you have the theme and that theme gets used throughout the entire song. That's They did everything perfect. The structure was unique. The types of riffs were unique. The vocals were also unique. It was just overall, the song itself, 
perfect. Um, it really was. Um, I had my only complaints about the song were production stuff, which I hate whenever production is my only gripe because production is, um, you know, it's up to the artist, it's up to the producer, it's all opinionated. Um, but really, the stuff I mean, music in general is just opinions, but I a production is something that can be different from band to band, and I just think I hate when that's my only gripes, but it is really my only my only issues with the song but um the the song itself had a really good classical metalcore sound the guitars riffs were really really nice and unique um and at one uh at 140 there was a lead guitar that was playing over like this big breakdown that was like a pretty unique breakdown that guitar could have used the lead guitar should have been like eq'd the high end could have been taken out and some like delays on it put it more towards the background um and that's kind of one of my thoughts throughout the entire song. There was a lot of aspects that I think really just kind of needed some effects on them. Everything sounded very, very raw and unaffected. Um, so much so even like the choirs felt like they could have used some reverb. The singing voice and the chorus definitely needed some stuff on it. Some background delay with um, some reverb to make it sound more full. And uh, the vocals could have used a little bit of grit added. Um, you know, a little bit of high-end crispness to the vocals. And then the guitars, the leads could have used some of those effects. Some e special EQ and some reverbs and some delays as well. Everything felt raw, like straight out of the box. And so... Production wise, that's like the only complaint uh, that I have at two minutes. They had a transition into the course. That was a really good transition. It's a big thing. I mention a lot in a lot of these things that people just go from part to part to part to part. These guys really transitioned properly, uh, like go to two minutes in the song. You'll hear this big stop and this obvious like quick build into something that climactic that's about to happen. They did that really well. I really liked it. It made the chorus unique and stand out more in the song. And um, so, yeah, I, I really liked the vocals, too. The vocals were pretty, like, samey throughout. Like, he had kind of the same scream. But it's a powerful, raw scream. Like, he, he's doing good. I really like the style. You can really understand him, too, so much so that by the end of the song, like, whenever he was doing the Mighty Will Fall line, I could sing along with him first time hearing the song and I in the last breakdown I was actually able to you know sing that lyric along with him so they did a really good job repeating with some really understandable vocals and I just wish that there was a little more modern production in the sense of some reverb on some stuff some delays some extra stuff the guitars could have used some effects besides just feeling so raw but yeah, overall, really, really good song, really well written. And so from there, it's more so just um, working on some production aspects and, uh, you know, taking it to the next level because the songwriting is very solid. It just needs that extra production. So yeah, that um, Miles From Home song called The Mighty Will Fall. All right, we have the next band. This band is called Knights, as in like Knight in Shining Armor. K-N-I-G-H-T, Knights, and the song is called What We Fall Prey To. Please! 
with the song What We Fall Prey To. And uh, I definitely have a few things to say about this song. Um, it, it did have a very old school sound. This song would definitely probably be better um, to see played live than on record. Um, but a lot of bands, that is the goal. You know, it's the goal is to have songs that are really fun live. And um, this song felt um, more like a jam. Almost, uh, you could definitely tell that this was probably written in a room with uh dudes that were going like part to part writing a song together maybe not but that's that's at least what it sounded like it was one of those situations where felt like everyone's sitting in a room guitars comes up with a riff and then they jam it and then they're like okay now what and then they just kind of jam another random thing and then another random thing and put them together into a song now for some genres stuff like that really does work but um there's not really something that holds the listener like waiting for you know a satisfying um situation or satisfying part to the song um which is one of the big things about songwriting you gotta gotta keep their attention keep them to where they're um wanting to hear the next part but if every part is kind of its own thing then that's just kind of what it becomes it's like oh that part was cool oh that part was cool and no one's kind of like waiting for the next thing because it's just um it's too random uh in my opinion uh the vocals were good they had a really good old school feel i really liked the the yelled vocal you know all of it's very raw and, and jammy um and yeah, I mean, that's just kind of my thoughts on this kind of style. There's There needs to be something to me that feels like a theme, something that feels like it um, has a, a purpose of listening to it. Um, when it's just random stuff, like the ending breakdown thing, whenever it very first hit in, that was cool enough and climactic enough that I felt like it could have been used maybe even early in the song until it went to the fast part. I felt like it going to the fast drums at the end kind of threw off the the vibe of it but um it just it really needed something to grab my attention and something to um make me want to listen to more uh and so yeah that's kind of my opinion of nights and again that's kn nights um and yeah the name is also very general and so it could be hard to find i searched it with their name plus their song name and so that's how i found it if i was just searching for nights i feel like it would be very difficult to find but um again that is nights what we fall prey to and again uh this is just my opinion i'm not saying that anything is particularly bad just this song might not be my particular style i just wish there was a bit more of a theme, something that was a bit more enticing to want to listen to more. All right, the next band we have is a band called Design the Void, and they said they're very heavily influenced by the Browning. So let's see what I have done influenced. <laughs> let's hear it. Design the Void. The song is called Next Sequence.
was a band called Design the Void and the song was called Next Sequence and they had just put that song out and uh, yeah good song overall you can tell that this band has a lot of talent and a lot of potential um, in all aspects the instrumentation really good really um, technical in a lot of different ways a lot of patterns a lot of riffing on the guitar uh, the vocals very diverse doing a lot of lows doing a lot of highs and the clean singing I don't know if it's too people doing the singing and the screaming or one but either way very dynamic so this band has all the potential in the world um, to be able to create something that's very dynamic and very um, easy and good to listen to and uh, there is a lot of really good stuff to say about the song the production perfect not a single problem with the production um, and I loved that they brought in the cleans so early in the song and whenever you brought it in so early this is kind of what I was talking about the last band how there didn't feel to be something that would make me 
Like I wasn't waiting for anything to come in. Well, they brought in the clean singing really early in this song and it made me be like, okay. And it wasn't, it was for a short period of time. So it made me be like, okay, now I can't wait to hear what they do with the chorus. Since the singing was hinted at early, it made me want that singing to come back in some way. So the song had me on the edge waiting for something to happen. And, you know, they did, they, they delivered, they brought the singing back again. Um, and so that was really good as far as creative songwriting and um, keeping the listener wanting more and uh, waiting for another positive thing to happen. So all of that was good um, as far as that aspect of it. But I do have some stuff to say about it as well. And I really loved the background electronics. I don't think electronics in a band has to be a forefront like it is in the Browning. Even just background to keep the, keep the momentum going is totally good. And they did a lot of that in this song. Now, one thing that I, my biggest gripe with this song is that, I don't know if gripe is a really lame word to say, but it is, but I guess I'm going to say it. Uh, my biggest gripe is that the song just had so much going on there. Um, it kind of really does take away from each aspect individually when there's so much happening. Um, the song pretty much had one pace throughout. I really would have liked some sort of tempo change or at least paced shift at some point. It was just very, you know, you know, the, that's, what, that's what my head sounds like right now when I hear that. Like, those are the sounds going in my head with this song. Because whether it was the verse, whether it was a breakdown, whether it was the chorus, that's what was happening musically. Um, essentially, it was always something really fast-paced happening and all sorts of other stuff going on. <laughs> so you kind of... Um, you lose the attention of the person when you don't have like diverse um, sounds and diverse uh, pacing in the song because it's all just like fast pace. It's all high energy. Um, I really needed something to break it apart to, um, to, to make a part, at least one part stand out in that sense. And they did bring back in the scene multiple times, a lot of times. Um, but until the very end, I wrote it on my notes here. I was like, I can't tell if these if these singing has repeated at all or if each singing part was different because there's a lot of different melody happening in the singing. And at the same time that the chorus melody is happening, there's also a guitar melody and a synth melody and like all this stuff. It's You can't pinpoint one big, huge, catchy aspect because there's so many aspects all happening like in like not to reference my band but like in the browning if i'm doing a big chorus if the singing is the focus of the chorus then all the electronics go to full background the guitars go to full background they're playing chords and the the synths are doing like big synth chords with maybe a basic synth melody but definitely keeping the vocals as the forefront or vice versa if the chorus of the song is more musical, like say Skybreaker or on the new album Fearless, then the vocals go to the background and the synth becomes the main part. And so you can't have the synth be the main part, the guitar be the main part, and the vocals be the main part all at once. <laughs> something has to give there to open up space for something to really shine. And so they did repeat the vocals for the chorus at the at the end of the song. But again, I just I couldn't even tell. The singing is is solid. Um, it's just being covered up by so much stuff. And so that's that's my biggest issue with this song is that right there. Um, yeah, really could use a tempo change and some sort of shift in uh, the pacing of the guitar, like maybe do something really slow and heavy or um, maybe do a section with no electronics or where the guitars are just chugging and, you know, it's a really simple breakdown. Something like that just would have made something stand out. But overall, this band has a lot of potential. Again, there's plenty of positives that I said and uh, just a couple little gripes. And so, yeah, really good band. And they're called Design the Void. And I like their logo. I like the name of the song. I like all of it. Um, so keep it up and let's get into the next song. All right, we got the next band here. This band is called Never Bloom and the song is called Clarity. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, that is Never Bloom, and the song is called Clarity. Now, you want to hear what kind of metal I want to listen to? This band is exactly it. Um, like for real, I mean, I'm, I really want to listen to the rest of their stuff too, that it just in general, completely perfect. Um, in my opinion, I think I loved the synth melody at the beginning, the intro synth melody. It sounded like a melody I would write. The tone of it was perfect. Um, and the, the riff that it hits into really unique riff, the guitar playing absolutely flawless. Um, I mean, honestly, I just, I don't know what to say besides that this song was absolutely flawless. Um, I've only had that one other time on this podcast and it was with a band called Nest of Plagues. And I got to say, Never Bloom, uh, exact same thing. I don't have anything bad to say. The screams, when the screams did hit in, absolutely perfect. The harmony on the singing, absolutely perfect. Production perfect unique structure perfect uh and the ending was unexpected for it to end uh, soft with the soft guitar and i also really liked the singing there very emotional sounding the singing overall very emotional sounding um so i mean <laughs> it's one of those things that I, I added them to the the Burn This playlist for this podcast, but I also just added that song to my personal big playlist, the Metal Plus Synth Equals Heart playlist. Um, that band is nothing but potential, and uh, the name is sick. All of it. I'm just... I accidentally just started it again, but <laughs> why not? I mean... This synth right here, I just love it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Never Bloom, the song called Clarity. This band is sick. They're definitely going to be doing th some things, and um, I'm even going to personally reach out and talk to these guys. Um, perfect. I loved it. Never Bloom, the song is called Clarity. I don't got anything to say. <laughs> unique structure, unique guitar riffs, perfect production singing was catchy and melodic and the song had me waiting to see what was going to happen and it delivered on all aspects i loved it perfect perfect all right this band is called bite down and the song is called snipe hunt Separate my chance for this way 
Meditation won't be necessary. All right, that was a band called Bite Down, and the song was called Snipe Hunt. And uh, a lot of positive stuff to say about that. I mean, that that song for the style, I also don't have anything negative to say. Um, the, the first initial riff, very sick. There's a lot of different technique and a lot of different dynamic in that very first riff. Go back and listen to it. There's so many different little nuances in that riff that it, 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 every time you hear it, you're going to be like, wow, he did that little beep natural harmonic there and then i know there's just so much little details in a riff like that that every time you hear this song you're going to hear a new detail in the guitar that you didn't hear before um so i <laughs> playing guitar for this band would be freaking stressful there's so many little things going on in it that it's just uh something that's going to be unique every single listen um, and I really loved the at 44 seconds because the first riff was a lot going on, a lot of little, a lot of movement and a lot of little extra techniques, like I said, and at 44, they just switch it up, going to a straight up breakdown, just freaking straightforward. Um, this song had really good energy. The vocals were, had really good energy. This stuff would really do well live, um, and would keep people entertained and then at one minute, I really loved the background melody that they brought in. See, they were switching stuff like every 20 seconds, right? But the thing is, I, I usually have a problem with just switching from part to part and just doing it like that. But the thing is, overall, their whole sound had a cohesive sound. Um, the vocals were very cohesive throughout. So was the type of guitar playing. It all felt like it went together rather than just random part, random part. And they did bring back in that initial riff again towards the middle end of the song. And so it was cohesive. They used a lot of the same techniques throughout. It wasn't just random riffs from different genres. It all felt together. And um, it really was a lot of switching, but it really, uh, the pacing was good and all of it was good. Each part was so unique. Um, and so the ending breakdown too, they did a really good thing. I, I talk about all the time where a lot of this stuff is based on you need to build tension to have a big climactic hit. So go listen to the end of that song again. There was just this huge tension build with this crazy chaotic guitars crazy chaotic vocals and then it just hit with a tempo drop with a very basic breakdown the perfect tension build and release it was perfect so um i don't have anything negative to say about this song either really <laughs> it's perfect uh for the genre this isn't necessarily a genre i listen to a lot of but I can understand when the song is written well for that genre itself. And so, again, Bite Down, the song called Snipe Hunt. Very good song. All right, we have a band called Mind Sculptor. The song is called Align. <laughs>
Wow, we are on a hot streak of some really, really solid music right now. Uh, that is Mind Sculptor, and the song is called Line. And um, yeah, there's a lot to talk about with that song. Uh, the guitar work, insane. Um, like, crazy stuff, dude. Whenever I, I think about me playing guitar and writing songs, and then I hear something like this, I'm like, dude, I feel like a child. Like, this stuff is just crazy. It, this stuff is the stuff that should motivate you to really want to uh, get better at your craft. Uh, the guitar work in this is just next level. This is this is top-notch type of stuff right here. Um, the melody at the beginning, I loved the soft melody that was going on. And it was a really unique melody because it was very sad and kind of somber feeling. And then there was, like, one note that was thrown in that was kind of like that that minor uh seventh note and not a minor seventh but yeah it had a really good like evil tone to it with this one random note that was thrown in where the rest of it felt kind of like sad and somber uh, just really good um smart maybe they do it naturally for me i would have thought it out thought it out but <laughs> they really smart use of melody and progression throughout that entire beginning and then also just throughout the song that that really sick soft melody got brought back a few different times in the song every time very tasteful and very nice um and uh really unique riffs in general all of it and it's really unique to use that soft part as kind of the repetitive aspect in the song uh really powerful vocals i guess the biggest thing would be the vocals kind of have the same tone throughout and then also that i felt there wasn't like a big catchy part so the song had really nice aspects that got used multiple times but didn't have like a singable like sing-alongable part not necessarily singable like vocal singing but even if there was like a really catchy guitar melody that was used that would be singable uh, at least in the mind like that you can hum there's a really nice melody on the guitar that lead the they got brought in at the end i wish that got brought in earlier in the song uh it was just really good melody and a really good lead i felt like the song was just lacking something catchy uh that i could hum along to like none of those parts in that song could i hum along to um but, I mean, overall, it was just really good. The bridge was really surprising. Go listen to the bridge in this song. The bridge had, like, three different parts in it. Each part completely unique, but was also an energy that you don't really expect normally out of a bridge. It, like, picked up the pace of the song. The bridge did. Um, but then right after the bridge, they went back to a familiar riff. Um, and so they did really good on the structure. Really unique structure. Um it felt really thought out and uh, felt like it had a purpose and it had an overall tone to the whole thing. And the artwork is really good. I really like the name, uh, Mind Sculptor. So, yeah, overall, really sick. I just wish there was some more catchy aspect to it um, that I could be singing in my head, you know. Um, but yeah, freaking wow, we're on a streak of some really good music right now. Uh, again, Mind Sculptor, the song was called Align. And it's crazy, too. I mean, that band, they only have 21 monthly listeners on Spotify. Just that freaking guitar playing alone is worth more than 21 monthly listeners. Okay? That's the crazy thing about this is finding these bands that are unheard of, that have such immense talent in so many different ways. That's why I love looking at stuff like this. This is why it's important to listen to so many bands. We have 1,100 submissions on the Browning's page. I never would have heard of Mind Sculptor if I didn't actually care enough to look through and actually listen to this stuff. So that's why these podcasts like this are so important and so important to just find new music and be inspired by so many musicians out there like underground musicians are more inspired and more willing to take risks than big musicians that's why i love this so much so yeah i mean shout out to mind sculptor that's some insane talent man all right this is the last one for this episode this is a band called the behest of serpents the song is called starve the skies the reason i clicked on this one is because it was actually a fan of the band 
that commented on it and tagged the band and the band responded with a song. And so the band said, I'm just a huge fan of these guys and I want you to check it out. And, uh, you know, the band obliged and the band is paying attention. The band is interacting with their fans. And I love to see that. So and I also love to see uh, the fans out there also pushing the bands as well. And so that's why I clicked on this one. And so this is the behest of serpents starve the skies.
right. That is the behest of serpents. And the song was called Starve the Skies. Uh, really good freaking band. Like for real. We ended that with four really, really good bands. But yeah, uh, this song has a lot of good stuff I love about it. I love uh, quote unquote simple um, like metal riffs. These are very like these types of stuff is hard to play, but simple in the sense of that it the notes are like you can hear every single note, you know, like you know, stuff like that. I love being able to hear the exact notes and the guitarists here did really, really good harmonies throughout the whole song. It adds so much depth of melody. Um, and I also love really catchy tremolo riffs like the the tremolo guitar riffs. I love stuff like a monomarth. And so doing a bunch of riffs like that for like the chorus, absolutely love it. Harmony's going the whole time. I loved the big epic intro and the fact that they brought that epic uh back later in the song and um the guitar solos i'm not much of a guitar solo person but i did like this as opposed to a lot of the other guitar solos i hear in bands um because it wasn't just shreddy they were actually being catchy the i saw this video of um Arch Enemy, one of my favorite bands playing in Japan, and the crowd was singing the guitar solos because they write these really catchy, melodic guitar solos, and this band was doing that as well. So this band really focused good on having these really catchy, you know, you know, technical death metal riffs that were melodic and had a harmony and a melody to them the whole time. So the song had a feel. Um, I liked the high screams. I didn't personally necessarily like the low screams. I wish the lows had more of just like a powerful, like open throat, like, you know, where he was doing a lot of kind of gutturally um, tones in the, in the lows where his high was just like a full open throat, like high screamed. I loved his high. I wish the lows just had a little bit more of just like a standard, like big, powerful low screen. Um, but uh, I can understand why they, these guys would have some fans. They have some really good artwork. The name is unique. Um, the style is unique and it's catchy for what it is. And overall, I can't complain about the structure at all for the style. It was perfect. Um, so yeah, the behest of serpents in the song was called uh, star of the skies and so yeah that's the last song of this uh, the fifth episode of the song review series and i really do love doing these because it really does just give you some insights to some bands that are completely unheard of um that could you know you can get new fans based off of this you you can find new music you can also hear some unique unfiltered thoughts that aren't trying to sell out that aren't trying to you know, appease a label or whatever. Um, you're just f finding music and hearing stuff to influence your own music in a better way. Maybe you make some of the same errors that some of these bands do in your songwriting. And so you can better yourself as well. Or um, maybe it's, you know, can just open your eyes in some way to a lot of new music that you wouldn't have heard otherwise. And so I appreciate you being here listening. And um, yeah, if you want to go to burnthisworld.com slash shop you can also find all my social medias there and if you guys would also leave a review on whatever you listen to and again this is the burn this world podcast and we'll see you in the next one see you